I missed a supervision call as part of my coaching certification program two years ago. And it came with a bill of around 200 USD. And I emotionally and mentally kicked the shit out of myself for this mistake. And yet the mistake was done. It was in the past. And I had the money. It wasn't going to break the bank. And yet there was something about what it said about my identity to miss it. There was something about it undermining my suffering. I think it, it goes to show you that it's, it's not that healthy. Welcome to the 34th episode of the Leader Rising Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Paul Carvanis. We're here for people who want more out of life people who want the best for themselves and those around them. Life's good, and yet and yet they know it can be better. Because they're meant to live. They're meant to get out there and leave it all out on the field. Meant to leave nothing left in the tank. Meant to compete with themselves. Meant to strive in life. And meant to just wring every last drop out of what we've got here. I've been thinking a little bit about money lately. Something about the end of the year. That makes me reflective. Hey, how did this year go? Did I save? How much did I save? Did I spend? How much did I spend? How did it all work? Obviously, this year, 2020, is a bit of a different year. But as someone who was lucky enough, blessed enough to still have a job through all of this, I think all of these money questions are even more pertinent than ever because a lot of my expenses disappeared. Not my mortgage, but my TFC season's tickets disappeared. I only went to one game and had the rest refunded. So the big question that I want you to be thinking about as we spend our time together here is what is your story with money? You've probably heard me talk about a conversation I had with some friends a little while back where one of them said, hey, if your relationship with money was like a relationship with a real person, what would it be? And so one woman says, oh, It's a booty call because it's always great when it's here, but it isn't always around when I need it. And someone else said, us, the thrill of the chase, the initial courtship stages where we're dancing around each other, trying to figure out what each of us wants. And I said, mine is like a broken marriage because we're always around each other. We just don't like each other. And so today I want to go into my story. Why is it that I didn't like money? Because I think that when you hear someone else's story about money, it'll hopefully give you a little bit more insight into your own and how that story sets you up and also how it sabotages you and your growth. So my relationship with money has been changing a fair bit over the last, I'd say, year. But if you'd asked me 10 months ago, I would have said, that my relationship with money was like a broken marriage because we hated each other. Why did I hate money? Well, it's because I wasn't that happy. And I was blaming that unhappiness on my job, whether true or not, I was blaming it on my job. And so because of this connection between the work I'm doing and the money I earn and not liking my work, I decided I don't like the money either. And so it leads me to this next point. So question for you. It's been a busy week hard week. You've done a lot of work. You're fairly proud of it. You're also a little worried and anxious about how some of it's going to be received, but you've made it to the end. 
are you more likely to a reward yourself treat yourself spend some money buy something for yourself whether a really nice dinner out or a thing or are you more likely to b not spend the money see i was actually more likely to fall in b and most of the people around me i noticed were more likely to fall in a i didn't really understand what the difference was like for me I was doing that job for the money. And so when I was spending the money, unless it was on something really important to me, I was like, wow, I'm actually undermining my gains. It's like going to the gym, but then only eating donuts all day. Like your body isn't going to be able to properly make use of the time you put in. Same thing here. You're putting in this time at work. And in an ideal world, the main thing you're getting out of it is life satisfaction. For most of us, that's not the case. The main thing we're getting out of it is the money to be able to pay for our lives. And so by spending all that money, you're just eating your donuts all day. Which isn't to say you don't want to spend some of it. And, and I do want to talk about what my new story is with money because I think it's a lot healthier. But we'll get there in a second. One of the things I find really interesting here is about Viktor Frankl and his book, Man's Search for Meaning. So pretty famous book, if you haven't heard of it or him, he was a Holocaust survivor, uh, had made it through a few different camps and had lost a lot and came out of it and was able to see the nobility in suffering. He said that there can be real meaning in suffering. And in fact, it was in that meaning that he had survived, but that's for necessary suffering. It was for unnecessary suffering, there's no meaning. If, if the suffering isn't necessary, don't endure it. Don't suffer it. And there was always a part of me that felt that way about my trade of my time for money because I thought this isn't actually necessary. Either I don't need the money or I don't need this much money or there's a different way for me to earn it that doesn't feel like suffering. And so fast forward... I wish I could say months, but fast forward years. And I'm working on my mindset. And I'm working on actually enjoying life and being the person who is happy in life. And I realized that there's a lot tied up in this relationship with money. Because it's not just about this idea of suffering for money. It's the, this idea of not having control over other ways to earn it. And as soon as I was able to accept that I did have control that there were ways that I could earn it that I liked, that money didn't have to be an evil thing, that it wasn't something holding me back, that it was just a part of the journey rather than a destination. I was able to come to terms a little bit more with it. And I'm okay. And I feel a little bit better about spending it. You know, we all waste money from time to time. A little accident. Maybe we break something. It costs 200 bucks to repair. Maybe we at least lose something and it costs 300 bucks to replace. Stupid things happen in our lives that cost money. And I find it really interesting to see the story that we tell ourselves around it. I missed a supervision call as part of my coaching certification program two years ago. And it came with a bill of around 200 USD. And I emotionally and mentally kicked the shit out of myself for this mistake and yet the mistake was done it was in the past and i had the money it wasn't going to break the bank and yet there was something about what it said about my identity to miss it there was something about it undermining my suffering i think 
it goes to show you that it's it's not that healthy. And yet, there are so many different stories we can choose. I told you about the new story I'm choosing for myself, that money is just a part of life. It's not a destination. It just is what it is. In fact, it's energy. And energy is meant to flow. So I'm meant to earn it, and I'm also meant to spend it. So what's your story around money? Are you constantly telling yourself, I should be doing more with it? I should be investing it better. I should be smarter about it. I should be spending lots of time into doing that. Are you telling yourself, I should be saving more of it? I earn enough. I should have more in my bank account. Are you telling yourself you don't care about it, and yet you make decisions based around it? Are you telling yourself just a little bit more? If I get just that little bit more, then I'll leave this position. Then I'll do that thing. I want to leave with one final thing, and that is, can $1 make you rich? And my apologies to the smart person I heard this from, but I can't remember which book I read this in. I think if you look at anyone with $1 in their bank account, we would all agree they're not rich. If we would look at someone with $10 million in their bank account, I think most of us would agree that person is rich. So somewhere between one and 10 million, there's a line. You cross that line, you're now rich. On the other side of the line, you're not quite rich yet. Each of us are going to draw that line in different places. I was interviewed on a podcast a few days ago and did this exercise with, with the host. And for her, she said 200,000, she felt rich. For me, I probably draw the line closer to 2 million. Could be currency differences or whatever it is. It sort of doesn't matter, right? The point is we all draw the line in our own spot, but that line exists. And so can $1 make you rich? Well, if you've got that $1, no. But if I give you $1, well, now you have two. Are you rich? No. What about one more? Are you rich? Uh, no, three. But you can see where I'm going with this, right? Because at some point, you get that dollar, and it now pushes you over that threshold. You weren't rich before, and now that dollar has made you rich. It's interesting. Even though it's an analogy using money, it's not actually about money. This is about our lives. It's about the small things actually making a difference. A small action in a collection of actions being what makes the difference. So a lot of us think, oh, I don't have a million dollars. I'm not rich. Well, you're not going to just go out and earn a million dollars in one fell swoop. I mean, you might, but probably not soon. In reality, it's going to be one small action in a series of actions that makes it happen for you. And so whether that's money and how much you're saving, whether that's you changing your story about money, whether that's you starting to eat more healthy and feel better, whether that's you getting stronger or losing weight or whatever, it's one small action in a collection of actions. So what is your story around money? And what does that story tell you about your life. See, for me, my story with money told me that I wasn't happy. And although I knew that part, I didn't know to the extent that it was tied up into the job, to the extent that it was tied up into my powerlessness to choose some other way to earn it. So what does your story with money tell you? And what small action can you take that's going to start moving you in a better direction? Until next time, dream big, live bigger, and take that one small action. Peace.